Welcome to the VBAC Home Birth Stories podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Winning. I'm a home birth, free birth guide, fear and mindset coach, podcaster, speaker, women's rights activist, and highly sensitive person. I'm a mother of three girls, and I've had two unplanned and unneeded C-sections with a special scar. I birthed our third 4.5 kilo baby at home in a free birth after not being able to access a home birth midwife. My own journey has sparked a deep passion to support women to find their strength and courage to create the pregnancy, birth and postpartum you desire and deserve. This podcast is for women wanting to learn more about VBATs, especially home births and professionals who want to learn more about how to support VBAC women and families. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Hello. Welcome to another episode. Today, I'm going to be talking about finding your calm. And this is probably one of my favorite topics to talk about. I love mindset. As somebody who's a type A personality and can live in the past and can live in the future too much and not live in the present enough, somebody who's had a lot of fear mongering in the past through their home birth experience, who, you know, was deemed high risk and had all of these risk factors, I freaked out in my second pregnancy. And when I became pregnant with my third and my free birth, I'd done a lot of the work. But during the pregnancy, there were definitely times where the fear would creep in. I would see something. I would, it felt more real because I did, I wasn't pregnant before. And this, and then I was pregnant and it felt more real. There was a real baby. There was my life at risk. There were so many things that were swirling around in my head that I just needed support with. And I had to find my way back to calm because otherwise I'd find myself spiraling out of control. And one of the techniques and things that I've learned over the years through all of the things that I've been doing and all the growth that I've been having is working on my mindset. And that has helped me be a better mother, a better person, a better sister, a better daughter, I suppose, at times, (laughs) Um, and a better wife. Like just a general over, you know, it's just helped me calm myself down a lot. And it is a skill that I think that we all need to kind of cultivate. Some of us are naturally more calm personalities and some of us are more, especially our type A's and overthinkers and people with high anxiety ADHD, people who you know who you are. If you're listening to this podcast, it's probably because you're drawn to wanting to feel calm. So I'm going to talk to you about some of the techniques that I use. And actually, I'm thinking of another one as I'm going. So actually, I already got it listed. So that's cool. I'll go through these. I've got a list of eight things to talk about. You may be using some of these already. You may have tried it a little bit, but maybe haven't given it enough of a go. I remember when I was learning these, it does take time. It is a muscle that you need to learn and a skill. Just as you have to learn the ritual of brushing your teeth when you're a child, which hopefully now you've got the hang of. I think most adults get the hang of doing it in the morning, but they kind of get a little bit slack at nighttime. Tacking tacking a ritual on to one of those things or setting up timers in your phone because I know that some of my clients they know what they should be doing but they really lack 
the accountability or actually implementing that. And I struggled with this for so many years as well. And I think it's one is like having the awareness that you need that in the moment. And two is making it a muscle that you naturally know to come to that you go, oh, that's right. I'm feeling a little tense. I need to do this. And so those are two things that you kind of need to learn. And the only way you can learn them is by practicing them. And that actually feels a little bit laborious sometimes because it's another thing on your list that you have to do. So the the best way that I can suggest doing it is for me, what's worked is putting um, phone reminders in my phone. So if you, you're able to, using a phone reminder, you could put a reminder in for every hour or every three hours to do whatever it is that you choose to do when we go through the list. You could tack it on to after you've brushed teeth in the morning, you go do this mindset ritual. Before you go to bed at night, you do this mindset ritual. And then you start cultivating and using that in the day when you start to feel like you need it. But by practicing it every single day, it becomes like a normal, natural thing that you're doing. So the first one is my favorite thing. And a lot of people call this breath work. And I don't know if that's a trendy word. I'm thinking about having someone on the podcast to actually do a session with us if I can get them on. Um, But the trending word I've been seeing lately is breath work. I call it deep breathing. And they practice this in um, hypnobirthing and I think maybe calm birth as well. And it helps really calm down the nervous system to really calm it down. It calms down your heart rate. So if your heart's beating really fast, it can, you know, slow down your heart rate. It's a really simple and effective way to calm your mind and your body. So all you need to do is you can do it when you're with your kids. You can do it. You can go into your room. You can go to the toilet. If you're at work, you can sit in your um, desk and you can close your eyes or you can even do it with your eyes open if you feel like a bit of a weirdo and you're in front of people. But you just go to a quiet quiet place if possible and focus on taking slow, deep breaths. And you inhale deeply through your nose. And I like to count maybe to like four. And you can go up. Like if you can, if you can count in for six and breathe out for eight, that's cool. Um, you know, as you get further along in pregnancy, you might be able to do less and less, and that's okay as well. And basically you just inhale through your nose and hold it for a couple seconds and then exhale slowly through your mouth. I've got to breathe in again because I've lost all my breath. Just like that. And when you inhale, you can focus on things like you can focus in like inhaling positive and clean energy and you can visualize things that you want to like I'm inhaling positive and calm energy when I inhale for four seconds and then I hold for two seconds and then I'm exhaling all of the negative and the tense energy out of my body and you can do a big sigh if you want to so when you breathe out you go oh you know whatever it is that feels right for you, or you can just slowly release it. When you do inhale it, try to blow up your belly. So you're not just inhaling into your chest. You want to inhale into your belly and fill that right up. And so I would recommend you do this for a few minutes. It may be five or 10, you know, different exercises. And then just see how you feel after that. Do you feel calm? 
do you feel does that work for you is it something that is manageable for you if it is then you should use this this is a really good tool that I used through my pregnancy I use this through pain so when I'm feeling I'm experiencing physical pain or emotional pain or if someone's being a pain in my neck and I'm trying to calm myself down this is a really good tool to help regulate your nervous system and help you calm down. It's also really good when you're in labor and it's one of the tools that they use in hypnobirthing as well. So if you've seen any of my videos on Instagram, you'll see I've got a couple of um, birth videos of me deeply breathing in and breathing out and sometimes, you know, deeply groaning and moaning through the pain, exhaling it through. But it was such a good tool for me and I really love this tool. The next one is engage in mindfulness meditation. And I love meditation. Meditation, you can do visualization meditations where they take you on a guided, visualized, um, I'm thinking it's like a tour, you know, you're going on a journey and you can find ones where they're at the beach and they've got like beach music. And by beach music, I mean the ocean waves (laughs) because there isn't actually a thing called... I don't think there is a thing called beach music, but yes, the sound of the waves is calming and relaxing. And so you can go on a guided one or you can do your own meditation. Mindfulness meditation is really cool because you could essentially go where you scan your body and you start with your head scanning your whole body. And so then you're connecting with your body and you're focusing on your body. You're no longer focusing on the thing that was making you aggravated or unsettled and when you come out of that you'll usually feel pretty calm and you could do a two-minute grounding calming exercise meditation um and it really does the wonders you could do three of those a day and people say to me I just don't have the time and I'm like you don't have the time for a two-minute meditation of course you do everyone has time for a two-minute meditation and we do have time to do that three times a day there's no way in this world that you couldn't fit some of these things in. And if you can't fit some of these things in, then I think you've got bigger problems than um, feeling calm. And, you know, you're probably feeling pretty stressed because you're going to go all the time. It's really important to take time to really nurture and look after yourself, connect back to yourself and find that peace. Now, number three, connect with nature. This is one of the most beautiful ways and I have the most beautiful garden and I adore connecting in nature and I like I just long at the moment. I have these visualizations of going to a forest with a waterfall and I just see myself being immersed in the water, this like greeny blue water and I walk in and I'm just in heaven, like in peace. And so my backyard's beautiful you could go to a, it's got palm trees and trees and it's just my sacred oasis. But you could go into your front yard, your backyard. If you, you know, if you're living in an apartment, you can go to your park, your local park. You could go to a local rainforest. You could go to the beach. You could go to the bayside, anywhere to kind of take your shoes off, feel the grass, connect with nature. I always feel the best after I've been to the beach for the day. I've got no phone on me. I'm just sucking in the sun's rays. Oh, I love being in the sun. It makes me feel so calm and so relaxed. Like it makes you feel like you're on holiday and, oh, it's beautiful. Obviously here in Australia, we're coming, we've come out of summer and we're going into 
what are we going into? We're going into autumn, or we're in autumn, I should say, and then we'll be going into winter. But if you're overseas in America or England on that time zone level, then you will be in at the moment, if you're listening to this live, you will be in spring because I was born in spring in England. So you'll be in a beautiful time and you'll be coming into summer in the next couple of months. So that's exciting. But yes, get outside, connect with nature and um, really immerse yourself. The next one is number four is practice yoga or Tai Chi. I've never done Tai Chi, but I saw it in one of um, Patrick Swayze's movies. I think it was called Roadhouse or something. He used to practice his Tai Chi. And I always thought, oh, that looks so peaceful and calm. It was pretty violent in the movie, but, you know, he practiced the Tai Chi to calm him down. He was a bit of a wild guy. I think he was a bit wild in all of his movies. I love Dirty Dancing. Um, but yoga, you know, is a really great way for you to, you know, find your calm. And most of us know of a local yoga practice or you can even do it, you know, Google online, um, look on YouTube or join a online virtual class or something like that. Listening to calming music. Another way, like I have so many tools and techniques to calm myself down and I need it because I get, I'm very impatient. I get really frustrated really easily and I don't deal well with pain. So if any of those things, and I don't like no sleep, so I can get really unsettled. So finding my way back to calm is like finding my way home and back to peace. And who doesn't want to be at peace? Um, music. You can search for relaxation music, spa music, um, spiritual music. They're some of my favorite go-tos. Uh, I really love Above and Beyond and I really love Yayama music. They're like Above and Beyond is more like house trance kind of music, but I find it so exhilarating. It just helps me when I start singing and start dancing because dancing is another way to kind of um, connect with your body. It just calms the soul down when you're, you know, Usually I get out of sorts from you know, being on the computer too much and having too many things on my to-do list and always having to go, 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 and I've got to fit this in between here and I've got to go pick up a child. And so when we come back to doing these activities, it can really calm us down and it could just be before you've got to go pick up the kids from school that you do this and you calm yourself down, get your energy right, and then you know greet your children and on to the next thing you've got to do before you go home and you have to do another 10 tasks and then... You know, you do another exercise and calm yourself down again and then get the kids to bed and then it's mum time. And so just little intervals of what I call a little piece of heaven along your days of being busy or feeling tired or, you know, getting frustrated. Another one is engage in a creative activity. So uh, an engaging, um, engaging in a creative activity such as painting, Drawing, writing can help you feel more grounded and centered. It can also help you express your emotions and feelings in a positive way. Um, one of my former clients also, she is an artist who makes these beautiful, and she sent me a beautiful um, copy of her artwork. I've just got it here as I'm looking at it. She created beautiful artwork of mums that are pregnant with um, natural, like, flowers and 
leaves and things like that. And so that's a really calm, beautiful way of calming yourself down and being artistic and creative. And that's a another pathway to calming yourself, slowing down, living a slower life and really, you know, calming the nervous system down. Another one is connecting with others. Uh, if Especially if you're an extrovert, you know, introverts like to connect with others too, but some extroverted people, we like to um, draw our energy from other people or ground ourselves with other people. So connecting with others can help you feel more grounded and supported, spending time with friends and family or joining a support group or community organization, talking to others about your fear, feelings and experiences, listening to their stories and perspectives. So you could go to a home birth meetup group or local one if you've got one going you could meet up with a positive birth group that's local a local VBAC group a local breastfeeding group you know something along those lines um, where you connect with other people and you're just with other people and number eight is getting support so if you're spiraling out of control if the fear is taking over if you need accountability if you need someone to just be like hold up Let's take a break. You know, if you're an outward processor like me, somebody who likes to talk through things to find the answers for yourself, and so you talk, you need to talk, then you may like to have support through this pregnancy. And I can support you through that pregnancy. There are also others in the community who can support you. So finding someone that you really gel and connect with. But if you would like support with from me through your pregnancy, reach out to me because I've got 15 minute complimentary sessions where we can jump on a call and see each other face to face and say, Hey, how are you going? What's happening in your life? What do you need help with? Um, what, what questions and what answers do you need? And what, you know, get down to the, the bottom of the, um, of, of the struggles and the challenges that you're facing and see if we're a good match moving forward. And so, if you're feeling like you would like some more support, reach out to me. I offer 15-minute complimentary sessions and you can message me through Instagram or through sending me an email and we can go from there. And look, if we're not a good fit or you don't need my services, I will be upfront and honest with you. You don't have to feel obligated to do anything with me. It's literally just a meet and greet to see, you know, for a good fit and if not, I can send you, you know, sometimes I talk to women, I'm like, okay, it sounds like you really want in-person support. So if I know somebody, I can refer them you onto that person or re recommend somebody. And uh, sometimes, it, you know, we go on and work together and that's a really beautiful thing as well. So I hope this episode, like, I think finding your calm, grounding yourself is such an important part of maintaining your mental and emotional well-being. Practice deep breathing, engage in mindfulness, meditation, <clears throat> connect with nature, practice yoga or tai chi, listen to calming music, engage in a creative activity and connect with others. You don't have to do all of those things at once. You can do little bits and pieces, two minutes a day, sprinkle throughout your day, a little bit of glitter, um, you know, and see what difference that actually makes. For me, it was a life changer, an absolute life changer. It was one of the best gifts that I could be given. And so I'm imparting that wisdom onto you. You may already know this. You may just need a refresher. You may need to just hear it for the hundredth time. <laughs> I think like for me, sometimes it's like, yes, universe, I did need to hear this again for the hundredth time and finally it clicks. And hopefully, you know, 
you get that wisdom and knowledge and you can start using that um, and move forward with that. And sometimes you used to do it and then you completely get out of flow and you forget to do it. So this could be a gentle reminder for you. So I hope that you have taken a few tips from this podcast episode today and I look forward to bringing you a new one soon. Keep shining your beautiful light, keep vibrating, bring the vibration of our universe up and keep spreading the word. If you know somebody who, you know, potentially is thinking about having a VBAC and why not sprinkle some of the love towards them and say, what about a VBAC home birth? If somebody's thinking about having a baby, if someone's pregnant, that you know, you know, there's no harm in dropping in there. What about a home birth? Spread those seeds of love to other women so they know that they have more than one choice. And you can just have a resource handy that you can pass over to them or send them if they want it, if they're receptive to it. And just continue imparting your wisdom and your love. We're not pressuring people. We're not forcing people. But just continue spreading that beautiful white light of love towards other women. And hopefully the message gets further and further out for women. And I would love it and really appreciate it if you would share this podcast with anyone that you know would would appreciate this. Please do in your Facebook groups, link them to the Facebook group or link them to the podcast. Please continue to share this. Without you, this podcast isn't going to go anywhere. So I really appreciate each and every one of you who do recommend the podcast, who comment on my posts, who send me emails. Even if you don't end up being a client, even if we don't work together, it means so much to me to hear from you because you matter. And just having a conversation and just being able to communicate as people is the most important thing that we can do in this time together. And so, you know, feel free to reach out to me. I would love to hear from you. And I really do appreciate every single time you listen to a podcast, every single time that you do like one of my posts, every single time that you share something, it really does matter to me. And not from an egotistical way in a, I feel your energy and I love you and thank you so much. So I just wanted you to know that because you do matter and everything, every positive thing that you do in this world does matter. And so let's just continue vibing up and helping other people. Keep on shining beautiful and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the VBAC Home Birth Stories podcast. I hope this episode has helped you take another step forward in your VBAC home birth journey. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to rate and review. Each review helps me get this message out to more women just like us. Want to follow along and get freebies and offerings? Find me on Instagram, Ashley L. Winning, and send me a DM to say hi. And come and join our safe group on Facebook. Just search Feedback Home Birth Support Group. Until next time, keep shining beautiful.